Mummy, Daddy, where do babies come from? Well, growing up in Malaysia, asking my parents about sex was never an option. I think that's the case with most Asian families. We never talk about dating or sex until we're old enough to bring a partner to meet our parents, and sometimes never. But me, being the Gen Z kid that I am. I knew I had options. I don't know about you, but this was how I learned about sex. And for kids like me, I knew at that very moment that the era of asking was over. For me, for us, it was finally the era of finding out. Herb. Yo, I don't think we should talk about this. Oh, come on, why not? People might misunderstand what we're trying to say. You know, but it's a part of life. Okay? Hi, we are Bridge Productions. I'm your host Amethyst, and this season we are presenting you. Come on, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things, all the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk. Googling the word "sex" at ten years old definitely yielded some unexpected results. Alex, what the f are you doing? Did you just come in your sister? <laughs> Tiffany's not on birth control. Lexi, do you ever shut the? F up? They're just kids. Okay, maybe that was not the best example. But with the help of the trusty incognito page and the widespread of information available on the internet, I think I more or less was able to figure out the not so complicated topic of sex all on my own. Having all this information at hand is kind of empowering, but as people say, great power comes with great responsibility. After all, at this point, with all I've seen, heard, and read. I could honestly conduct my own sex ad for my parents. No, but seriously, recently my mom and I got the chance to indirectly talk about sex, and I heard back when she was in high school, her friend thought sitting next to a boy would get her pregnant, or that was what her friend was told. So I wonder, what do Gen Zs think of sex, and what does it mean to them? Although sex for us, quote unquote, young people, could be seen as this exciting, euphoric experience, there's so much fear and anxiety behind it these days. Today, I have invited Grace, one of my close friends, to join me on exploring the topic of sex. We also have a special guest. Gary, who is a fellow Gen Z, and will be sharing his input with us. Welcome, Gary and Grace. It is so good to have both of you here with me. <laughs> I am honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, before we start, just a reminder that we'll be talking about sex today. Ooh, fun! Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. 
Okay, so but before we start, I have a story to share with you guys that I've already told the listeners before y'all got here. Okay, what is it? Okay, okay. My mom recently told me that one of her friends in high school thought she could get pregnant just by sitting next to a boy. It made me chuckle. <laughs> yeah, it does sound a bit absurd to us now, but I can see why people might believe that back in the day. <laughs> For me, I discovered sex before learning about pregnancy. I was in primary school, and I had friends then that would make hand gestures or body movements that mimic or represent sex. But I never really had a clue as to what it was. Then I think towards the early days of high school, around when I was thirteen, fourteen, I was scrolling through Facebook, and suddenly I saw a video of a man. And a woman naked doing the deed, and since then I started to learn more about it by talking to my friends or googling it online. Right, things were probably a lot different for our parents' generation when it came to learning about sex. Mm-hmm. We do have a lot more freedom and the access to information nowadays. Yeah, come to think of it, our generation pretty much has to figure out things on our own. Yep, I totally feel you on that one. My parents were always so uptight and never wanted to have the talk with me, and let's not even get started on how messed up our sex ed is. Like seriously, it's practically non-existent. For real, the sex ed we get is such a joke. It's more of trying to brainwash us into thinking that waiting until marriage is the only option. But let's be real, that's BS for some of us. Lucky for us, though, at least we've got the internet to help us figure things out. Am I right? I mean, in this day and age, you can pretty much find out about anything, and with social media, you see things you don't even ask for. One day, I went to Google how to last longer and how to pleasure my partner. Sure, I did get the information I was looking for, but the next thing I know, my social media for you page is showing me reels of people talking about sex-related stuff, like different sex positions to try. That would please the ladies and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. And social media has definitely played a big role when it comes to learning about sex and relationships. I remember following all these awesome, sex-positive accounts on Instagram when I was younger, and it really helped me feel more informed and empowered by my own sexuality. Yeah, social media was like a safe haven for me to learn about sex in a way that felt totally chill and non-judgmental. It's such a relief to have a space where we can explore our sexuality without feeling all awkward and embarrassed, you know. No doubt, it's super frustrating that sex is still a taboo in our culture. It's especially tough when we're not taught what we need to know beforehand, because then we're just left to figure it out on our own, which can definitely lead to some awkward moments. For real. My first time was with a dude who was also clueless, and it was so awkward and funny. When it came to the part where you had to put on the condom, we were stunned because neither of us knew how to put it on. <laughs> oh my god! How old were you guys? I mean, we were like seventeen, but it was so hilarious. Just imagine two naked teens googling how to put on a condom. And trying it on while watching the tutorial, I mean, I, I guess it happens, but it definitely ruined the moment, you know. 
Yeah, I get it. You think the first time is all romantic and shit, but it's mostly just awkwardness. <laughs> oh yeah, about condoms. I remember my first time when I was 18 years old. It was quite stressful for me because it was a whole new territory that I was always only picturing about and I had never received proper education on how to do it. So I had only been imagining or fantasizing about it from watching porn until then. Uh, I was even having trouble finding the hole, and which led me to maybe climax within seconds. I was actually so worried about getting it in that I had forgotten about the most important thing, which is making sure the condom is intact. Well, we all make mistakes, and as long as we learn from it and don't make the same mistakes twice, I guess it's fine. But I hope you're doing it properly now, are you? Yeah, for sure. My partner and I always make sure the condom is on before doing it now. I also double check whether the condom is leaking after I'm done, you know. We would not want to have an accidental pregnancy. And since I am wearing condoms, I care less about that and focus on satisfying my partner, which to me is more significant. Because it has something to do with my insecurities about my sexual abilities. It is important to me that I make sure my partner is satisfied from the process because I know men climax easier than females. So me being satisfied has never been a problem. Well, lucky for me, my first time was with my current boyfriend, who was very patient and understanding about me taking things slow. Plus, he was experienced with, you know, <laughs> it felt right. And I'm glad I waited. Oh my gosh, good for you. How old is your boyfriend? Well, we are about two years apart. I see, I see. A man with experience, huh? <laughs> yeah, and we met through Bumble. Oh, the dating app? Mm-hmm. I found it way easier to vibe with people who were on the same wavelength as me and looking for the same things. Right, and I guess it takes away the pressure of trying to find someone in real life? Definitely. It's easier to be upfront about what you're looking for when you're using a dating app. I see... Yeah, but you gotta watch out for catfishes too. So it's always important to be careful and prioritize your safety when meeting people online. Right. It can suck at times. Relying on tech for sex can make you think everything's supposed to be perfect and Hollywood levels of hotness. Totally. It's so easy to get sucked into thinking that you'll find someone who ticks all of your boxes. But the truth is, nobody's perfect. You gotta put in the work to make a relationship work. <laughs> For real. I totally agree. But at the end of the day, I think dating apps have been a positive thing for our generation. I agree. Because of it, I got to meet my lovely boyfriend. <laughs> but I know friends who use these apps for consensual hookups, so I would say dating apps have made it easier to navigate our sex lives in a way that it feels safe and comfortable. Yeah, and they've definitely allowed us to explore our sexuality in a way that previous generations might not have been able to. Speaking of sexuality and dating apps, we'll be spilling more tea on this in our next episode. So do stay tuned. Wink, wink. <laughs> yes, make sure to tune in, peeps. 
to be honest, tag is useful for linking up with paper, but don't forget, it's not a replacement for real-life experiences to get out more babes. So true, bestie. It's important to have a balance between using technology and having real-life interactions. Mm-hmm. I think sex is something that's super personal and everyone has their own preferences and boundaries. It's totally okay to take things at your own pace and explore what feels good for you. For real. Remember, it's all chill if you mess up or don't have all the answers when it comes to sex. We're all just trying to figure it out. You know, it's a trial and error process. Yeah, it's all about making yourself feel comfortable and safe. One suggestion is to discuss issues with your partner whenever you are feeling insecure. Like, before this, I was always worried about performing well and satisfying my partner. But I took the matter to my partner, and after we talked about what had been bothering me, I was reassured that it's totally normal and that everything's fine, which definitely made things easier. Yes, well, now that has been put away, let's get into some serious thinking and calm down a bit. So I want to ask both of you, what do you guys think sex means to you? Sex for me is something to be celebrated and enjoyed by both partners. It is something that comes very naturally. I felt like sex was enforced differently when I was young, so it was a complicated concept to grasp. However, as I get older and I begin to explore a little more on sex at my own pace, sex to me is an important aspect in a relationship. Well, sex for me primarily is a pleasure thing. But it's not something I can see myself going through with just anyone. I won't say that I'm saving sex for the right person, but I must be emotionally attached or romantically attracted to someone to have sex with them. I see. Because I read somewhere that sex means differently to people. And I guess I'm just trying to understand from your perspectives because for me, I see sex as another way to bond and understand my partner even more. But I think the meaning of sex to people changes throughout our lifetime, you know? Exactly. We're still so young and we still have much to learn. Yeah, but I'm glad we have each other and we got to talk about this today. Same here. It's nice when you have friends who you can be open and honest with. Yes, like that's so true. But I think we also have to foster an environment where talking about sex is normalized and not a taboo. More healthy discourse is the start of destigmatization. Also, at this point, I think it is the youth's responsibility to take care of ourselves. I would say tech has helped in destigmatizing sex at least to those of us who engage with social media or the online sources that is available to us. It helps us to open up to new perspectives and learn new things by just searching it online. For real. And I think our generation is already doing a good job of breaking down those barriers and creating a more open and accepting society. I couldn't agree more. And I'm so excited to see where we go from here. Yes, so am I. Well, we have come to an end of the first episode. I just want to give a great big fat thanks to Grace and Gary for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. 
It has been a pleasure talking to you. As well as our precious listeners, thank you all for tuning in, and we hope to have you join us for our next episode. Thank you. See you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.